uh, welcome back to the Jew Rogaine Experience. Joining me today is Willie Mack. Oh, yeah. Willie, I'm so excited to have you on the show. First of all, you know, I asked Willie right at the beginning if he liked coffee, and he said he did. I do. Uh, but he needs a lot of cream and sugar, which ultimately... You know, I say Willie likes his coffee like he likes his women, you know, full of white cream with no regard for the future consequences. What's up? That's the way this is. I like my coffee. That's uh, full of white cream with no regard for the consequences of his actions. How, 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 how PG, PG? I don't know. No, three, three people listen to this. Okay. No, no, no. People listen. People, I've actually grown. We've grown to like 200, 200 an episode. Episode now I got, up from like 20 i got close to being with my first white woman which oh wait, you haven't been with a white woman no nah, i've been scared oh interesting interesting it's not that i've been scared the situations that put me in a predicament where it was too i, I shouldn't do it mm. even though the opportunity was there okay why the, shouldn't you do it okay here's the perfect one i'm not gonna say no names because you probably know who she is she it was it was a comic okay and um it was it was during the pandemic okay and she uh it was have you there was there was a parking lot open mic at fries the old fries in burbank okay and so they used to do a, during the pandemic during the pandemic so it was like it was outdoors and you, know, you were out there being bad willie oh my goodness i was part of the problem no regard no, <laughs> no regard zero, for zero. for how many of your how many of your people have been taken down by this uh <laughs> <laughs> i have caught covid twice because of comedy really but but pre-vaccine pre uh one was pre-vaccine Post-vaccine doesn't matter. Yeah, post-vaccine wasn't as bad. Um, so, pre-vaccine. See, like, can I just say why yeah. I'm why I'm not afraid of the vaccine or why I got the vaccine? Uh-huh. I was actually thinking about this recently. I got the vaccine because, and I totally understand if you didn't. I'm just more afraid of COVID mm-hmm. than I am the vaccine. Yeah, and and. Once I had the vaccine and I got COVID, mm-hmm. I wasn't that scared. Yeah, yeah But if yeah. I hadn't gotten the vaccine, me, I would have been a mess. And people don't understand how vaccines work. Like, people are like, how'd you catch COVID if you got the vaccine? I'm like, it doesn't stop you from getting it, dummy. I, at the same time, I, I just, at this point, at the same time, at this point, I don't care if you got it or not. Yeah. That's on you. That's yeah. on you at this point. Yeah. Whatever you want to do with your life is on you. You know, it's like it's like I am just as upset with people mm-hmm. who don't want me wearing a mask as I am people who want other people wearing a mask. Yeah. I'm just like I don't I don't just do what you're going to do. It doesn't bother it doesn't affect me. Yeah. I you don't know? even want a cold. So like cold the, I yeah, don't, I don't want to call that. I woke up this morning. I thought, but no, it's just I with my air conditioning on in my room. I keep waking up with a sore throat, but then I leave my room and I'm fine. Yeah, so uh, don't worry, I'm fine. Oh wow, well, I mean. <laughs> we're in. We're, it's not like we're in a very <laughs> insulated room, uh, tiny insulated room at the moment with mics that have switched multiple times, a uh, hundred times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. If this one used to be yours. Or whatever. By the way, I, I like my woman like my coffee too. Way too hot and definitely gonna hurt me. So you wasn't gonna say black. No, way too hot and definitely going to hurt me. I think that's funnier. <laughs> the thing is, okay, for y'all that don't know, I have I like Kramer my podca- in mind. I like my podcast guests. Yeah, like, I like my coffee. That's what's up. Hot and black. Hot, hot and black. <laughs> you heard it there first, folks. So the, we're we're doing this thing, and um, one of one of the females was like, hey, Willie, um, um, we're doing Molly Water. Now I've never even done Molly. Before. Molly water. Okay, wait. So, so they, this is the powdered form. Molly, the Molly inside of water. Yeah, in the water bottle, you just drink the water, and then eventually, you know. So uh, she's like, "You gotta yeah. be careful with that stuff now." Oh my god! Gotta be careful. There's test strips. Now. You want to hear the craziest fucking? St- yeah, I know. You you, you want to hear like the craziest, most upsetting story? Uh-huh. Pause. I want to get to the rest of the story, yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, my dad has a friend. So this is like three generations, three steps away, whose friend's a lawyer. He's uh-huh. a lawyer, and him and his friends have like, 
you know, they're all lawyers and accountants and stuff, but mm-hmm. they have this like band they play in together because they're, you know, they dreamt of being rock stars, but went, you know, the traditional route. Uh-huh. And like every month or something, they play like at this venue. And then one night, one of them's like, hey, you guys want to have like a real rock star night? I got a little bit of cocaine. Yeah. All like dads and stuff married. Hilarious. They all died. Yeah. They all, all fentanyl in it. Shut up. Yeah. Just like one time, one of the guys never even done it before. Your dad did it. No, 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 no. My dad's fine. My dad's like generally like steps away and he never would touch this oh stuff. Oh my God. But you got to be fucking careful about these drugs now. You got to use the test strips. You got to use them. And it's like, why are these drug dealers even using fentanyl? Like, don't you want repeat customers? Well, I have I have a theory about this, you know. I'm listening. Um, so, so there's a lot of people who believe that the fentanyl, and maybe there's even like some accuracy to this, is coming in from China that like, like it's... Uh, mm. Mm. And, you know, they're trying to fucking whoop us mm-hmm. in China. I think that there's the fentanyl crisis and the TikTok crisis. Mm-hmm. And here, the fentanyl crisis is they're trying to kill you through the drugs. That's mm-hmm. how they're getting rid of all the degenerates in, mm-hmm. in America. And then the TikTok crisis is that like people like me who deserve millions of views on all these videos I'm posting are getting nothing. And China's trying to push me to suicide. Can I? That's that's what's happening. Tell you how that's funny what's that is. <laughs> China, like, they know. They ever, 200, 200 views again, that's it? Yeah. 200, this is a great clip. <laughs> Here, I just posted a clip on TikTok. Like, I do all right. I get my version of all right. Somebody would commit. Well, they're themselves. helping. They're helping boost you because China's also trying to boost the race war in America. No, well, <laughs> like my videos get between five I'm to kidding. twelve, fifteen thousand views. Damn, my uh, like my best. I've had, I have two videos that have like passed that, and then I'm like I'm like fucking viral as fuck. Two, I have two. Ah. I've, I have two. I've, I I don't think. I don't think I have a single one that's hit 100,000. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How about doing somebody else's, like, maybe podcast or oh, sketch? Oh, you know what's funny also? Mm. I've edited people with less followers than me's videos mm-hmm. that have blown up and gone viral. So it's, like, not even, like, that I'm doing something wrong with the editing. Multiple videos I've edited for other people that don't even have my number of followers have had, like, like millions of you vi- viral videos. It makes no sense, Josh. Yeah, I know. I just did my. I've done my glasses bit a thousand times. Yeah, and so some. I did a podcast. I was like, Willie, how you like? What's the with the glasses? And I do my glasses bit. I say, this is what I look like with my glasses off. What does I look like with my glasses on? Maybe eighteen second video. It got two point nine million views. Two point nine. Thousands of comments. I've gained maybe a, at least 700 followers off of this person doing this person's podcast. I've posted this myself at least five times, and I might have got 15,000. Like, why did this person who has less views blow up more than mine? This is mine. <laughs> For real, it's crazy. It's crazy. They're telling you, it's China trying to drive us creatives to suicide. Someone was I need watching to do a video. I need to do a video views. that this is me with my hat on, <laughs> and this is me with my hat off. Do it. You know why? You know what the main thing is? Because like, like has has you with your glasses on and off convinced you that Superman's disguise works? Yes. Because like, you like you're not recognized. Yeah. Uh, I have had people. I am good friends with mm-hmm. in the com in the comedy scene. Mm-hmm. Comedy good friends, but they're yeah. the only friends I have left. Uh, <laughs> comedy good friends um, who have seen me for the first time with a hat without a hat on uh-huh. and introduced themselves to me. That's so funny. Like like hung out a ton, like talked to each other on the phone came up and introduced themselves to me when I didn't have a hat on. I would be like my Superman Clark Kent would be with a hat on, with a hat off. Up in the sky, look, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's balding man. 
<laughs> scares women away with one look. <laughs> the fun, the funny thing is too, like when you see someone wearing a hat all the time, the general assumption is they're bald. But I still have, and but when you, even though you assume they're bald, you mm-hmm. still see them with hair when they have the hat. Your favorite? I wish you would have worn my favorite hat, the new one I always thought was the New York Yankees. Oh, you know, I almost did. Well, if if I had known, I didn't know if you were gonna come with a Willie Mac shirt. Of on. course I was. So I didn't want to wear the Jew Rogan Experience uh-huh, shirt uh-huh. if you didn't show up in the Willie Mac shirt. Yeah, this... But when I saw you in the Willie Mac shirt, I switched to the Jew Rogan Experience shirt. Yeah. But I kept on the Undiscovered Genius hat. Uh... And the only reason is because before that, I was wearing a Dan Marino t-shirt. Uh. And I couldn't, I felt like it was going to be too much to have a Miami Dolphins t-shirt and a New York Yankees hat on. Are you a Dan Marino fan? Oh, super fan. Super fan? Super Dan Marino fan. Yeah, Why? Yeah. Uh, well, um, <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, I grew up in South Florida. Oh, okay. So I'm a huge yeah, Dolphins yeah. fan. Secondly, his son is my best friend. Shut up. Yeah. That's so dope. We went to high school together. That's dope. Yeah. My best friend from where I'm from still wears FUBU. <laughs> <laughs> still lives with his parents. And I stopped talking to him a little bit because I'm like, bro, you ain't grown at all. Yeah. Well, you know, you should check out my web series. I made a whole web series about uh, about like two childhood best friends that grew up. One of them just doesn't grow up at all. Yeah. The other one like becomes an adult and gets a girlfriend. And the other one freaks out that he's going to like. It's like it's like out of control the show it's not mm-hmm. like like normal drama it's like he tries to kill her <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's like he stays a child and i think yeah. it was about kind of my own internal conflict of mm. like not wanting to grow. i think we're all i mean how much more did you really grow up willie uh, you wear shirts with your face on I it do. you're I a stand-up do. comedian you took time out of your day to sit in a closet and in talk with me to 20 closet. people 200 people. Hey, 200. <laughs> <laughs> strong 200. Strong. 200 strong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I Are you really that much of a... The only difference between you and him is neither, you're not an adult. You just changed. You're just I, yeah. a different type of child yeah, now. Yeah, I've learned how to, to cultivate and how to manipulate my child being a child to something more, making money from it, like the commercials... Big, commercial work is just being a big ass kid. Mm-hmm. I, you don't see me in a lot of TV and film, if at all. And, what? But, I see you on TV more than I see, yeah, like some TV stars. Yeah, through commercials. You're on more. I see your commercials more than I see. <laughs> like, like, okay, how many people? The, the, jump to this. Mm-hmm. How many people randomly have recognized you from commercials? Yep. Yeah, How many? Uh, lots. I a can't lot. Even, I can't, a lot. Yeah. A they lot. Seen the, they either see the progressive or they seen... I am I. I am not joking when I say this. I swear this is the truth. I wish that I had recorded <laughs> this when it happened. I was watching... I'm always seeing you on ESPN because yeah. that's the only thing I watch with commercials. Uh-huh. There were three commercials in a row. Different products. <laughs> All three of them had Willie in it. It was back to back to back. Yeah. You were the biggest commercial actor in the world right hey. now, Willie. You're like, you know what? You're, you're, okay, okay. Cause it's not, you're not like Flo. Mm-mm. You know, you're not, you're not the chick with the knockers on mm-hmm. AT&T commercials. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh, she's like hiding them now. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was getting too many hits on them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> please, please. I, I want to be, um, I, I'll get to something in a second that I think is pretty funny. Uh, but like, as far as like journeyman commercial actor, yeah. there's got to be no one that that has your numbers right yeah. now. You're in fucking everything. Yeah. yeah, and it's like I see other people. I see I see Martin Morrow in commercials uh-huh. here and there. Nikki Bond yep. appears in a commercial yep. here and there. Yep. But Willie, you're like in commercials with them sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Paige Weldon's in a few now. Yeah. <laughs> nah. I, I figured it. I figured out commercials a few years ago. Here's sorry. One other thing. Here's uh-huh. how big of a commercial actor Willie is. Willie had some iPhone video of him just going no on it. Uh-huh. They didn't even like hit Willie up nope. to audition. I didn't. They just cast Willie 
from a random iPhone video yep. on the internet to yep. be a guy saying no in between like John Candy. Oh my god! It's like it's like famous person, Austin famous Powers. person, famous person. Like like multi hundred million dollar movie, hundred million dollar movie, hundred million dollar movie. And then they found iPhone me. of Willie going no, no. hundred million dollar movie, hundred million dollar movie. Easily. And and how like can you how much did you get for that? A hundred thousand. A hundred of my. Fucking God. Yeah. They gave me a hundred thousand dollars to just to for them to have found my video on YouTube that only got three thousand views. And <laughs> so every view you got was essentially worth three point three thousand dollars. Crazy. <laughs> three point three hundred dollars. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, this is it's, unbelievable. That's one of those things that rarely happens. Obviously. You'll never see like something like that ever happen. Now is that again. your highest paid commercial? No. No. Okay, okay. I did and, a, a residence in but it was only because they aired it for like three years. Three years. Yeah. So over time it became. Mm. But was that your like biggest? So for the for the no commercial, were mm. you getting residuals or that was a flat like mm. one time pay for this? I thing? got a, uh, I got residuals, but they gave me money for even just just initial fee. They're like here's thirty. And then we're going to give you residuals based off of... Damn. Okay, that. tell us the secret, Willie. Give us this fucking commercial <laughs> acting secret. So for me, what it was, I took a commercial acting class. and Who's uh, the teacher? His name was Stuart Stone. Stuart Stone. He's not here anymore. I think he lives in, like, Colorado. So head to Colorado to learn with Stuart Stone. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he told me one time i was in class he's like willie you got the perfect look perfect smile blah 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 he was like but you have to understand the people that write these commercials are all white the production companies are all white the directors white everybody's white so when they hear you they don't hear how they wrote the commercial so they wrote the commercial whatever let's say this cop this coffee is the best coffee that i'll ever have that's the, those are lines. This coffee, because commercials don't really have a lot of lines. This coffee is the best coffee I ever had. He's like, take some of the bass out your voice, talk a little bit faster, and put on glasses. You weren't wearing glasses when you took I wasn't the class? wearing glasses. So you don't need the glasses. I need them now. Okay. But this was like 12 years ago. And he's and like, do you really, can I see your glasses? Let me see. My dad's an optometrist. Not that I'll have, okay, yeah, there is a. There is a prescription in here. I can't here, see but it's, far it's, away. Like, it's mild. Yeah. It's a mild prescription. Yeah, far away, I, I can't see. And then at night, uh, it's it's I'm done. You don't put me behind a car <laughs> if I left my glasses at home. Um, so he said, do all of those things. He's like, because, so instead of saying, like I said, this is the best cup, cup of coffee I've ever had. So now I'll be like, this is the best cup of coffee I've ever had. It's literally a sorry to bother you. It's a sorry to bother you. It's the sorry to bother you. Uh, I fucking love that movie. By the way, I was, I just the other day was thinking to myself, you know what? I think sorry to bother you is one of the best movies the past 10 years. Really? Yeah. It like when I first saw it, I had issues, but then mm -hmm. it, it stays with me. There the, like that's a moment right there where it's mm -hmm. like man the the deep truth in it and you also kind of look like uh keith stanfield am i saying his name right <laughs> yeah, in yeah, that yeah, movie yeah. you got a similar look to yeah. it so that's kind of what i uh had to do and this then i started the, doing so what that. Do, so what do i do what do i do so so i'm so so like right off the bat it's like josh you're uh -huh. not likable you're not like your smile needs work <laughs> But you do talk like the way they want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> then the other thing. So what, what kind of like like make fix me? How am I? I actually got my first um, commercial acting lead uh, not that long ago. It by accident. Yeah. By accident. Well, how is it an accident? Okay. Somebody asked me that was directing the commercial if I would show up to be an extra. Mm -hmm. I came to be an extra in the mm -hmm. commercial. It was for a Orthodox Jewish company. The guy who ran the company looked at me, looked at the guy he cast in the lead, went over to the director and said, we kind of like his look better. Mm. And asked me if I wanted the lead role, gave me more money for the day. About like one fiftieth of what you, one five hundredth of what you made for, <laughs> <laughs> for that no. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. but, um, um, one fiftieth. Yeah. I, I, if I, if I were you, 
because there's a there's a couple things that you hear around in the industry how hard it is for straight white whatever 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 and they would you trade with me I would not. <laughs> I wouldn't even trade with you when it, when it was more so you. <laughs> because. But you know what? I wouldn't uh, trade with you either, Willie. Yeah. I trade bank accounts, but yeah, I wouldn't trade. That's funny. <laughs> I wouldn't trade this sweet, sweet privilege. You know why? Because when you were walking over to the house earlier and you said to me, like, you know, it never occurred to me that I got to tell somebody it's a house. Yeah. But Willie was walking up to this house like, I better not be walking uh, up to um, the wrong I'm house here, right like, now. Where's the ad? I meanwhile, I'm like, excuse me. Excuse uh, me. Is this the right oh, house? Oh, you would have knocked on the door. Excuse me. Excuse me. Is uh, Josh Edelman here? Oh, my God. I would never have thought. <laughs> to do that i would have been on the street like like i text you like hey i'm here i'm waiting for you to come out i'm just <laughs> okay just in case you live ding, ding, ding. i walk around to the back of the house i see the person in the kitchen <laughs> excuse me excuse me <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I ain't got that in me oh my god i'm sweating even thinking about doing something as bold as that so but the other thing is people don't understand the commercial goes on before and after action and cut mm-hmm. like i will go into the audition room laughing at something already i'll be like hey y'all like i'll find somebody to talk to hi y'all all right hey okay Hey y'all, I'll go in there. Are they like, oh, he seems like a fun energy because most of these commercials aren't about the dialogue. They get He's it. not one of those regular blacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at that smile on him. <laughs> they see me in small mo- slow we'll motion. Score a lot of points with the liberals with this one. <laughs> <laughs> White women would buy from him. <laughs> and that's part of it. No, so, totally. No, I mean I could tell you a crazy story because I direct commercials. Mm. Um uh, I haven't in a little while, mm-hmm. but uh, there's one commercial I did. Uh, it was I won't say what the brand or what mm-hmm. it was for, but we we wanted they like when they hit me up, they wanted like a multicultural mm-hmm. commercial. So we did it with a white family. Like there were like three parts to the commercial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First one was with the white family. Second one with an Asian family. Third one was with a black family. Yeah. Turned in the commercial, they went. Great, sorry. Can we just ask you guys to reshoot the black family with a white family? Ooh. Black people don't really buy our product. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's I guess that's maybe a true thing. Also, maybe if you put them in the commercial, they might start. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> that helps. Um, but uh I did uh I've done controversial commercials. I did a Domino's pizza commercial. Now this is right after Cheerios. Okay. When they had the first like mixed couple. They've mm-hmm. never seen this before. And people was, it made the news. And it's just whew, off of a black and white couple. As if, <laughs> as, as if that's not even a real thing. So I do one that's maybe like, maybe like the third or fourth next of of these. where they're So how long there. ago is this? Almost like seven years ago. So that's actually pretty reason for it's it to be recent. making the the color barrier has been broken for commercials. It wasn't until the <laughs> year two thousand something where I think it's either Mississippi or Alabama made it legal now. Like they because it was it was illegal for forever for them to marry interracial couples. It was illegal for many years. But they just they just ignored that law. Yeah, I guess was it. I wonder if anyone. I wish I had a producer right now that could look up if anyone had gotten arrested for interracial marriage, like within the past twenty since the civil rights movement. In uh, I would be interested in knowing that too now. But yeah, so (laughs) I did it. It was a Domino's Pizza commercial. It was me, my white wife, and our mixed kid. And, you know, it's just a scene of me I'm, uh, eating a pizza, she eating a pizza, kids eating a pizza, and it cuts to another montage of people eating pizza. The comments, because they posted it online, was, I'll never order from Domino's again. Look at this. They're intermingling couples. You know this is TV. What did they say? I, you know this is TV in Hollywood because what black father is in his kid's life this long? And it was just, yeah, I mean, <laughs> these people, wow, wow, I'll never order Domino's. Just because of... Because of you, just because you were eating pizza with because your with, my with your white with your European half, American <laughs> wife and your half half black half white kid. 
doesn't make no sense. <laughs> and these people are, some of those people are still alive today. <laughs> some of them arrested from probably January 6th. January 6th, yeah, some of them were at that rally. <laughs> So yeah, it's, it's it's that's a great you know now we got that now we got this whole thing with like LGBTQ mm-hmm. at Target and people are like protesting Target and you got the Bud Light because they had a oh trans woman on TikTok drinking a Bud Light and I see people saying things like don't mix you know politics and commerce it's like you're doing this to yourself Bud Light and Target but also at the same time it's like. Is that really happening anymore when there's a mixed couple in commercials? I'm sure there are some people, no. some crazy assholes commenting that stuff, but it's kind of moved over to yeah. like the LGBT stuff right now. And it's like, no, you just got to kind of force it down there. Go go find somewhere else. Where, where are you going to shop if you're not going to Target? <laughs> where I, are you going to go? I don't mind. <laughs> I see. Now, the, the this thing about like the- Domino survived. But like can and some of these other products. Like, I don't like when they- forcefully try to be like see we're we're, we're we're one of the good ones if it was natural like i just got, i got a bank of america commercial that just started airing and there's a gay couple and they're just it's subtle and it's whatever it's like it, it's natural but, but sometimes the bud light, they'll be but like the bud light thing was but the bud light thing is literally just like like just a tiktok it wasn't a commercial it yeah. wasn't a, it was just a tiktok influencer that got like a sponsorship for bud light it's like stupid like, that's fucking nuts and the target thing is like they just had rainbow shit in Target for LGBTQ. It's like, it's essentially, to me as a Jew, it's essentially like if there people are going to ban uh, Vons because Vons has a little Passover section <laughs> with matzah and shit when April rolls along. Can't be here now. Maybe <laughs> ah. giving uh, those uh, media controlling Jews all that, all that unleavened bread. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be going there. How much did the Kanye shoes? Do are you are you against it? Or are you like with Adidas? Like were you one of those people? Who's like fuck you, Adidas? Or are you like? <sighs> I I mean, look, I'm a I'm very much a person who's just kind of like, all right, I can't really like in good conscience listen to Kanye mm-hmm. anymore. And not and here's the funny thing. Here's here's the funny thing. One. I've met Kanye. Mm. I did magic for Kanye. Shut up. Yeah. And uh, he was very nice to me. Mm-hmm. So I had a good experience with him mm-hmm. when I met him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, when I would do live shows sometimes, uh, magic shows, I would use, because of that good experience, I would use amazing when I would do like a certain trick of mine. Yeah. But now I just feel uncomfortable i won't use amazing anymore mm. when i do that trick and it, it bothers me because like i used to use kanye all the time when i would post instagram mm-hmm. stories or things like that because i like you know, i just don't feel right about it anymore that being said i will be honest that like when i was on the road last time i was on the road for so long i just really wanted to fucking listen to runaway and i did it's <laughs> <laughs> a secret uh <laughs> but but yeah no it bothers me it bothers me it bothers me because it was like Look, there are like there are like things that are just a little anti-Semitic, and then there's what Kanye did, which was like so anti-Semitic. Yeah. It's like crossing a line where it's like, okay, that's not ignorant. That's like actual. Mm-hmm. That what Kanye did makes my life harder. Yeah, you know it becomes yeah. it becomes and and I, and I have a joke, or I used to have a joke where I'd say like, my advice to the Jews is. Don't make people pick between Kanye and the Jews because there are a lot of people that fucking love Kanye. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nobody like loves the Jews. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. You should bring that back. Yeah, I, because you know, they now selling his shoes again. Live, live that uh, always makes people uncomfortable. Yeah, but like yeah, in the yeah. one-on-one scenario, it's pretty funny. Oh my god! I always say the only people who love the Jews are some non-Jewish women who love us for the very <laughs> same stereotypes Kanye hates us for. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I like that. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, because uh, I, I, like I, I was pissed off at Kanye for a number of reasons. One. Kanye has always said some fucked up shit. It's kind of his thing. It's his thing. Like, I was on the side where I was like, yeah, fuck Kanye. But also Trump has said fucked up things for a long time, and that was his thing, and then he becomes a fucking president. That's (laughs) where I'm kind of going with it. It's like, you know, I say Trump ruined people 
having bad opinions. Mm. You know, because I, I say, here's the thing. Mm. We need to get to a place where we stop treating everyone like they might be the president one day. <laughs> we need to just make better rules yeah. about who can be the president so that we stop like worrying that everyone's going to be the president. Because it's like you make any mistake. It's like we got to destroy him now before he becomes the president. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's fucking true. And even back, like Kanye, like the problem with Kanye is he's a public figure. Yeah. Like I was talking to the one of the white chicks that I was talking to. She was like, "Oh, I, we got to get to the end I of that can story." Never take you home to my parents what? because they don't like black people. Well, They're from South what, Carolina. You know what? But the, the, I I say fuck her still too. Yeah. Yeah. Just you just you like at that point you go fuck you mom and dad. This is who I'm dating. Yeah. And it's to get back at you specifically. <laughs> <laughs> so my head was like, I'm a preacher's kid. Mm -hmm. All right. So son of my a dad had yeah. <laughs> maybe that'll be the title of this episode. Yeah, son of a preacher, man. <laughs> <laughs> so because I'm a preacher's kid and my dad has like one of the bigger churches in St. Louis, everybody knew who I was. I think that also was, probably speaks to some of your great oratory abilities. Yeah, definitely maybe. helped with that. You grew up uh, looking at it and learning from it. Mm -hmm. I have even an element of trying to be him while I'm on stage. The little whatever. Oh, totally. I see that. So. Um, I did the same thing as other kids, but because I was Pastor McMiller's son, it was more wrong than anybody else's. I had a kid in high school. Other people had kids in high school, but it seemed more wrong when I did it. Mm -hmm. It's like you you're supposed to be preach you're, you're a preacher's kid. You and they even approached my dad, "How are you going to preach and your son is out here having unprotected sex?" Nah, 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 nah. And it was like he's my dad had to, you know, he did a little bit of defending, but at the end of the day he was like, "My all I can do is give my son the tools and if he wanted to build a house and he's supposed to build a boat, then that's that's on him." So it's a little bit of that when I even think of Kanye because I have some Kanye shoes. They are the most comfortable fucking shoes <laughs> ever. And now I'm scared to wear them outside. And I'm like, ah, I can't. I, got, I can only wear these shoes if I'm kicking rocks and just like <laughs> walking on Skid Row. So it was always. I got that. I, I had to throw out my my pillows. You, oh my, <laughs> I still have one. I've been wanting to, I but I was like, I didn't buy. Well, I, I fortunately got better pillows, but uh, but but for a while I had a couple of my pillows. I used to listen to the radio show in the morning. They mm -hmm. kept pushing the my pillows. Was yeah, that Bed Bath and Beyond? That's what happened to me. I saw the my pillow. It was nice and cheap. Put my head on it. I'm like, it was pretty this comfy. Pretty good. Got a couple of my pillows. Then he ended up being nuts, and it's like now I gotta get rid of the. <laughs> I had a girl come over, and she was like, "Do you have fucking my pillows?" Because she was like super liberal, and I was like, "This isn't a MAGA hat." Yeah, <laughs> I'm just poor, and I bought so, pillows. So I told one person, I was like, "They was like, uh, you got Kanye's on." I'm like, "Buy them from me, and then destroy them." <laughs> you can do whatever. I'm like, but I paid. Three hundred dollars for Damn. these shoes. I have a lot of ex decently priced shoes. <laughs> now we know where all that no money went. Ah, right here, my Pradas. Uh, so, but I don't know, man. I'm I'm just out here at the end of the day, sipping coffee on a podcast with my friend. Yeah. Yeah, with no care. stir, where the sugar went oh, all the oh, way yeah, down oh, yeah. to sorry, the sorry, fucking give you a, bottom. I didn't give you a stir. That was mine. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm waiting for it to get low enough so I can stick my finger in there. So I, can do <laughs> I didn't think about the stir because I because I drink black coffee, so I don't. I never even thinking about stir. Oh, I actually funny. had to go to the gas station to go grab the that's cream and sugar. So fucking funny. <laughs> I saw the cream and sugar. I was like, oh, you got this from uh, either a gas station or when they used to have that Denny's across the street. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just walked over. I, I bought like something and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna grab these. Um, <laughs> um, I want to hear the rest of the story about, uh, you know, we, we diverted early on in the podcast about mm -hmm. white woman Molly Water oh. at the Fry's um, parking lot open mic. So this is the only time I've ever done Molly. So I was like, she was like, how did you like it? It's nice. I have, I've done Molly two times. Mm -hmm. First time I was at a music festival mm -hmm. and uh, here's how I know I don't like Bass Nectar, the band. Mm -hmm. 
because I did Molly for the first time, and I was at a Bass Nectar concert, and I was like, I still don't like this. Mm, <laughs> I liked how I felt, yeah, 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 yeah. but I did not like the music, and I was like, this is... This must be real bad because because uh, <laughs> I feel incredible that it I hate this. It felt incredible. And then I directed this um, Daft Punk Experience show at the Wisdom in downtown. Yeah. And uh, me and my then girlfriend, when we went to go see it, did Molly. Uh-huh. And it's like a weird thing where it's like I love what I created, but I never would go to it if I wasn't the person who created it. Mm. So I was like, I need to do drugs to, That's to so do this. That's so funny. <laughs> I've done that with certain stand-up shows. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Did I smoke some weed or something? I'm like, all right, let's get in here to this show. <laughs> all right, okay. So your first time you did Molly. So she she was like, uh, never done Molly. I said, nah. She's like, I'm, I'm going to get some Molly water because some of the other comics had some, whatever. Boom, boom, boom. So I'm sipping it. She's like, yeah, Willie, I've always had this fantasy of having sex with you. I'm like, oh, this might be my, my first white woman. So, no, they, this can't be like the first opportunity you've had with a white woman. Mm. No way, Willie. No way. Mm. I don't think that's. I don't think that's possible. I don't think I'd be in the right places. Mm. No, I've been in places where I'm sure you could have just fucked a white woman if you wanted. Well, com- com- comedians, but I don't. I, I ain't no, but I think even like like listen, if I'm dating hot ass white yeah. audience members at shows I'm doing, trust me, you're passing up opportunities as well. Uh, <laughs> I've had some tell me how attractive I am, and I probably could have. Yeah, yeah, okay, but it never. But this the, is like the closest it came to actually happening. Yeah, yeah. Like there, there has been women that come at shows and be like. Ooh, if I had more time, but I'm like, like in San Diego, there's like a couple when I go down to San Diego, they'd be like, yeah. And I'm like, I got to go right back to <laughs> LA. I have no hotel. Mm-hmm. I'm sleeping in my car some I'm of sure these they nights. Do. Oh my God. What? You're sleeping in your car? Yeah. When I do a lot you, of these. You got trips. money to get. I, listen, I'm never sleeping in my car and I don't have no money. The Jew in me makes me <laughs> sleep in my I car. I don't got that no money. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned quickly that this money don't last. Especially out here, a hundred thousand dollars is good. Totally, no, you're 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 a hundred percent right. At the same time, you don't need to be sleeping in your car. I don't. My mom tells me that all the time. She'd be like, she'd be like, Willie, you know, you can get you a make enough to get hotel. a hotel. I've had, yeah. It's funny. I make it. I made a joke on the last tour I was on with the guys. I'm like, I can't wait. Till we have hundred and fifty dollar a night hotel money, and not just hundred and twenty dollar a night hotel money. There's a big difference at mm-hmm. that uh, at that thirty dollars. <laughs> it really, it really is. And uh, honestly, if I can give a piece of advice to you people, if you have hundred and twenty dollar hotel money, get the hundred and fifty dollar hotel. Yes, please. I had an experience where me and my boy Danny was up in Chino, California, and we got a we got a, a motel. It was just it just said motel. It wasn't like motel yeah. six, just motel. And for it was uh, motel one. And for the, <laughs> <laughs> it was motel negative three. <laughs> and so the Holiday Inn. How many of the lights on the sign were out? Oh, that's funny. It just said, it just said, oh, it just said Mo. Mo. <laughs> Mo Ale. <laughs> and so the Holiday Inn across the street was $125. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, Danny, we on the road. We got to just learn how to save it's money. It's so funny how, like, when you're, when you're, it's when I'm out on the road making money yeah. that I'm like trying to save every penny I can. When I'm out just for the fuck of it, I'll just spend on, oh. on whatever. And it's like, no, this is what's costing. Oh my god! I spend thousands. If, I spend about fifteen hundred dollars on just outings a month. If you got people. fake Yeezys, you could stay at nicer hotels. <laughs> I had some. Uh, I had some fake Yeezys. I had like the the Skechers brand like Yeezys. So they were funny. so comfy. That's so funny. <laughs> I, I didn't know so, that they were Skechers brand Yeezys. People just kept going, "Are those Yeezys?" Yeah. And I went, "No." Uh, <laughs> just imagine what the real ones. Feel yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like getting your dick sucked, but on your feet. <laughs> so. Uh, long story short, it was 125. This place was like a hundred, less than a little less than a hundred. And uh, we get in there, we wait. We it was, it was sketchy. Me and Danny kind of like was up most of the night because it was a bunch of sounds and people knocking on different doors and arguing. And then the 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 AC unit was on the on the on the floor just like this. And so it didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> but then there was like this. Maybe around two a.m. Oh God, I'm so this scared. This raccoon comes in. Raccoon. Rat fucking coon. 
comes into the room. I only how through. I guess it was like it's one of those old. I don't know. It just kind of like the thing lifted up from the outside. Uh. I know this is unbelievable. So you're gonna have to hit up if y'all see Danny Palm. Just tell him, ask him about the raccoon experience. Raccoon shitted on the floor. And Danny tells this story all the time to people like, man, Willie's so cheap. He could have spent 25 extra dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and this What'd is, you do? Uh, I, 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 did I, you fight the raccoon? No, I did not fucking fight the raccoon. <laughs> you don't fight raccoons. Yeah, no, no, no. Did it just leave? It just left. It just it came just in, shitted. shat on the floor. Just like it's like I just want you to know where you're. And then I bet you, I bet you, like the next day, you tell them at the front desk what happened. They're like, "Sure, hey, we got another, we got another <laughs> hotel guest that shat on the floor. <laughs> you get charged an extra cleaning fee for the raccoon <laughs> shit that happened. There's Dan- no proof." Danny wakes up and he's like, "I didn't know it shitted on the floor. I just kind of heard it." <laughs> like I saw, I saw. You didn't I, smell it? No, 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 I didn't smell it. And Danny looks on the ground. He's like, "What is this shit?" And I was like, "The raccoon shit it on the floor." He's like, "There was a raccoon in here." <laughs> <laughs> Danny sleeps through everything. I've had to share beds with Danny. That's how cheap I am. Like they'll be like a double bedroom is twenty extra dollars, and I'd be like, uh, "We'll sleep in the same bed." Danny, you just sleep on top of the covers, you know? <laughs> and we do this type of shit. But so back to okay, white woman. So she uh so she's like, try it. So I'm drinking it and I start to feel really good. And I'm like, oh shit. And so she's coming, she's like, Willie, I wanna fuck you so bad. She's like, there's like this whiny voice, which irritates me. I hate the whiny voice. She's like, but I she's like, but I'm scared because I'm scared because you're dating someone. I was dating someone, but it wasn't like serious. And she was single. And she was single. And she's like, I want to do it. I want to do it. But she's like, I'm so scared. And she got really whiny, and she got too weird on the touchy. Like if you, if you, when you're on Molly, just like this right here, mm-hmm. this is like, Ugh. yeah, 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 yeah. And she was like, and uh, I was like what the fuck is this? And so she was like, ah. So it was, it was too much. She was fucking with my senses. So the only person that knows this story, and I'm gonna say his name. So I see Eric Rocha. You know mm-hmm. Eric Rocha. So Eric Rocha, if y'all don't know Eric Rocha, he's this big Latin gay guy. <laughs> One of my best friends. He was also getting touchy, but he knew he had the right touch for you <laughs> nah, that night, Willie. Really. And I that was, was your first, that was Willie's first Mexican man. <laughs> Second. His, his fire. <laughs> so, so I see Eric, and Eric, like I said, he's like one of my best friends. I'm like, Eric, I'm fucked up right now. Please don't let this white woman take me away. <laughs> I don't want to fuck her. And I'm giving him all the reasons. He's like, you sure? I was like, yeah. And I was like, Eric, I know it's going to sound weird, but hold me. <laughs> <laughs> Eric kind of just holds me, and I'm like on him right here. So every time she came around, I was just like, and he, he protected me from her. So that was like, <laughs> first time I done Molly, and the first time I could have had a white woman, but it, it was just, like, Not she the wasn't she the wasn't closest the right he one. came to having a white woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been presented. Yeah. But here's why it took me so long. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there's not one person watching this or even listening uh, to this right now that is going <laughs> like, ain't no fucking way he ain't never slept with a white woman before. And here's, <laughs> here's part of the reason why as well. Now, this is dead ass true story. I was working at Walmart when I was like 17 years old in St. Louis. Very religious family, remember. So I believe in dreams and I believe in like signs and all of this. So there was this chick at the job that I was working with. She was into black guys, kind of thicky, whatever, like uh, whatever. And so she's like, hey, Willie. Do you have a preference between thick or thin? Nah, nah. (laughs) I've slept with. The skinny does some double zeros, and I I slept with some, some women that was, that will sit on your car and scratch the <laughs> hole. The door would just hit the curve. And you have to drive forward. To... <laughs> I've, I've 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 been with the whole wide range, the whole spectrum, and so uh so uh so work walmart and so she was like willie i want to sleep with us let's have sex you know whatever blah 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 she's like i'm attracted to you she was cute i was like oh she was st louis cute i I haven't moved out here yet to see what real cute (laughs) (laughs) she was midwest so anyways so so we like all right friday after work me and you this is maybe like a tuesday night 
And so third, the night before we were supposed to link up, I had a dream that I had sex, me and her had sex, and she had a scaly vagina, like a reptile scale <laughs> vagina, and it ripped my dick to shreds. I remember like pulling out and just looking at my dick, and it was just like like on some shredded shit. I'm like, oh, my, my dick. And so I took that as a sign that I shouldn't, have sex with her and not just have sex with her maybe it's something about white women that I shouldn't be even <laughs> deal with because I grew up in the Midwest there were KKK members at my school we had race fights at my school uh, Jesus so wild the idea of even a white woman even it was always trickery probably is safer to stay away from them I was always scared yeah then you start saying at like least the out people, out there yeah, oh yeah <laughs> but that 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 was ingrained in me for so fucking long. So even when I came out here, I was like, oh, because they were either set, set, they were setting you up or that you would get in trouble or you would get into fights. So when I come out here and I see I'm seeing the diverse couples. I know couples do intermingle or whatever, but I was always scared of them because you hear the football players or the sport players get in trouble. and It seemed like they get in more trouble when they date a white woman. Jonathan Majors got into trouble. <laughs> and it was always kind of frowned upon. It's like, well, you know, once you make it, you know, Willie's going to leave for a white woman. And So I guess I also fought a lot of that. Until yeah, but plenty of them get in trouble with black women too, like Ray Rice. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Ray Caruth, but like, but the thing is, like, the black experience was always like okay, and so as I'm out here longer, and I'm like, oh, they're actually cool. They're not. They're, they're not St. Louis mentality. They're not. Their dad is a KKK member. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it was a. It was that O O O moment. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I started becoming more open into it. And then it just kind of like it just like like I said, it just never end up happening the right way. I had some idea of the right way. Yeah, <laughs> he, he wants to lose his white woman virginity the right way. <laughs> She got to wear, I got to lose my virginity to a white woman that wear Yeezys. <laughs> <laughs> so an anti-Semitic one. You're coming closer. In fact, in fact, uh, a white woman wearing Yeezys is probably more likely to have a KKK dad right now That's than so one not funny. wearing them. Yes. <laughs> I changed that. She got to she, she got to shop at free Speaking people. Speaking of your, your, your dream about like the reptile vagina, I had the mm -hmm. weirdest dream last night. I don't know. The dreams are stupid, but, but <laughs> I had a dream that I bought like that like facebook was doing terrible like business wise and then this film company was doing terrible and i decided to buy both companies but i just really didn't have the money and then they handed me all these stacks of paper of all the employees yeah. that i had to like now owed money to and i'm like i can't handle any of this nor do i want to do this work yeah and i was like i gotta I'm, i can't put this off though because like tomorrow i'm in huge debt if i don't <laughs> if i don't fire all these people right now do you believe <laughs> in dreams uh, I don't know. Signs. Yeah, there's. I don't know, it was weird. It was like it's definitely you know usually about something. Yeah. But one other thing because of the raccoon story mm -hmm. that I want to tell you, I one day at my old job a rat got into my car, Ugh. and thank God for my friend who warned me that a rat got into my car because I had no idea. I'm like I'm upstairs at my job. My friend comes in. He's like Josh. And I'm like, because it was like my best friend at the time. Uh, we're still really great friends. Uh, mm -hmm. He used, but like we worked together, and he used mm -hmm. to park next to me every day. I don't know, mm. it was like a little gay friend thing we did. <laughs> <laughs> um, Our cars but, touched. But um, he comes up. He's like, Josh, I swear to you, I'm not lying about this. But there's a rat in your car, and I'm like, what? He's like, I'm telling you, I got out of the car. And I see your cars next to me and I look on the dashboard and there's like this little rat and he like sees me and he looks up and he pauses and he's like oh. looking at me and I'm like looking at it and oh. it's looking at me and like then it just runs away and I'm like, are you fucking with me? He's like, I swear to God, I'm not fucking with you. And I'm like, fuck, I gotta go find out if there's a fucking rat in my car. So I go down to my car. I open up the door. I don't see the rat, but... My tissues are just torn to shreds. Uh, evidence. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, there really is a rat in my car. Uh -huh. So I had to go to the hardware store. And uh, I'm like at the hardware store. And I'm like, hey, 
I uh, need a uh, I need a, a nail gun rat trap for this rat that's in my car. Like, oh, you got a rat in your car? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, well, we got this one here. You know, they they like get attracted to the poison inside, and then they eat the poison, and then it kills them. Like, does it like kill them instantly? Like, nah, it takes like 30, 40 minutes. I'm like, well, I can't have it like eating the poison and then going and hiding somewhere in my oh. car. And then dying. He's like, yeah, that's a good point. He's like, well, then you, you might want just one of those old-fashioned snap traps. That thing will get it good. It'll be done like that. I go, because, but it's a little bit gory. And I'm like, yeah, again, you know, this is my car. I can't. It's like, man, you're probably just going to have to go with old-fashioned glue trap. <laughs> so I had to glue trap it. And then uh, once it's trapped, you know, it, um, you have to, like, pour oil on it, like, over the dumpster so it can get out from the glue. Uh, oh. But it was fucking That's awful. a real thing to do? Yeah. We always, when we had rats or mice, caught them, we never knew what to do. Because you got them on the glue traps? Yeah. You got to kill it. You either got to kill it or free it. No, we, we yeah, it was always like a yeah, because no, we keep... didn't have a gun. Or anything. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got to do put the gun on the back. You got, you got to do something. It's inhumane. Like you can't just let it just fucking. It's yeah, awful. we do that with bugs. We let them die. Like if I see a roach and there was a roach yeah, trap, fuck and, bugs. And then you see them on there. Fuck. Yeah. We don't give no fucks about bugs. Yeah, bugs aren't mammals. <laughs> but they still feel pain. Do they? Yeah, I looked it up because I was so curious on this. I'm like, do bugs feel pain? Because we be fucking bugs up. <laughs> we be, and bugs and animals. Because I was, I, it started with looking at the Discovery Channel. It sucks to be super tiny. Yeah, it really yeah, sucks no one to gives be two damn super about tiny. Like even even just as like a a guy, it sucks to be short. <laughs> just like being 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 small is just no good. The smaller you are, the worse it yeah. is. <laughs> I think we're pretty good heights. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like nobody's really like fucking with bears. No one's fucking with bears. Nobody's fucking with bears. I, you you fuck with a bear, you fuck around and find out. <laughs> fuck with a bear and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People don't be fucking with bears. But it's also because bugs and certain animals don't make noises. Yeah. If they made noises, then we probably feel like, a. No! Like when you see some of these lions <laughs> eating zebras and the zebra, they're being eaten alive and the zebra's just kind of looking like, I got, got. Yeah, but you know, it's kind of like for me, like when like, like fruit fly season happens and shit and mm-hmm. like they just get in yeah. and like I put up the things and I'm like, look what's happening to your friends Ooh. and they don't learn. Yeah. It's like in Apocalypse Now. I always picture it like in Apocalypse Now for the bugs <laughs> when they're like coming into like Marlon Brando's place and there's all the heads hanging uh... from the thing but they keep going into Marlon Brando's area. It's like, did the heads teach you nothing about <laughs> what happens here? I look at it it's like their Apocalypse Now. <laughs> Interesting. There, Vietnam. Oh my God, flies. Are they so don't learn. Dumb. You know, you're gonna. What are you gonna do? You're gonna get on the glue trap, and that's gonna be that. Their memory is so short that they don't even know this shit is happening to them. Yeah, that's why they keep on hitting the glass. They're just like ah 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 ah. Yeah. So that's um, my life. Yeah, dude, Willie, uh, such a great episode. Oh, um, any last like piece of pieces of advice for anyone that wants to get into commercial acting? I know that uh, all of us. I mean, I'm trying to do more. I'm like, I'm like, I'm building a reel right now. I got, yeah. I got my one commercial. I'm like shooting a couple of my own for things that I'm just putting myself in. Something um, that I also do, another little gem that I do is let's say I'm going out for a Pepsi commercial. Mm-hmm. I will watch other Pepsi commercials to see what kind of energy they had, what kind of clothes they were wearing. I go down straight to the clothes. I'm like, all right, obviously I'm not wearing logos. I'm not going to wear nothing cool because their last five commercials had nothing to do with this. So I, I, I dress based off of what I see from, I watch, like I said, I watch. You want them to see you in the commercial. I want them to see me in the commercial and I'm Like already, you already exist in their commercial yeah. and you just walked into their room. Bank of America commercial, very perfect example. I wish I could show it to you. So it's me, it's one of those Merle Lynch ones where mm-hmm. it's like, is that guy on his phone ordering a, ordering a ride or 
is he doing nothing? Neither. He's looking at uh, stocks to see how his account is doing. Now, for this commercial that I booked, I went in there and, they, and the director's telling me, this is what we want, this is what the commercial is, blah, blah, blah. I said, it's crazy. I'm actually, I actually trade stocks on my phone. He's like, really? And I go on Webull, <laughs> and I'm showing him everything. I'm like, and right now, I'm not going to tell you, but uh, it's Tesla looked like it's going to go down, so give it a couple months, and then maybe it, it, it'll go right back up. And he's like, oh, really? Oh, you really do this? I'm like, yeah, I really do this. Now, I, when I knew that this was what the commercial was, so I went in there prepared. Like, I'm going to talk. If I can find my opportunity to talk about investments, I'm going to find my way to talk about investments and let him see that I actually do this. This is something that's not just on here, even if I am faking it. I have lied on commercials before, naturally. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's fucked me up. Like, I did a uh, Honda commercial, and they, but they didn't ask me, so it's not really my fault. So they I were did like, Honda- have you ever fucked a white woman before? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Serenisha, that was her name. We didn't even need to ask, clearly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he wears glasses, of course he does. <laughs> but uh, they, they get, I get on a set, and they give me a stick shift. Mm-hmm. to drive in this commercial. I've never drove a stick shift before. Do you know how to drive a stick shift? No, but uh, this does remind me remind me of parallel parking after. Really? <laughs> okay. So in short, there was this uh there's this Honda road that's like far out that the, the grooves on the road play a song if you go 35 miles per hour. So it'd be like vroom, 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 vroom. it'd play some song. And um I go, David, like, all right, Willie, let's let's go. And I told him, like, I'm not really familiar with the stick. They're like, oh, it's easy. Clutch, clutch, this, this, this. And I'm like, all right. As soon as I start, blow the clutch. Uh. They're like, all right, uh, go sit in the trailer real quick. Sit in the trailer. Five hours go by. Uh, uh, an hours. automatic car shows up? No. <laughs> They're like, I'm like, I go to one of the PAs. I'm like, hey, man, you know, what's going on? Just curious. They're like, oh, they just finished shooting the spot. You're free to go home. They use some. They use one of the PAs on set that knew how to drive a fucking stick shift, and it went to that person. Damn. And they played the fuck out of this. Damn. <sighs> Should have been training to drive that stick shift but before e- they shot. But e- but I didn't know that's what they were gonna ask me. But then I think about it. If they would have asked me at the audition, do you know how to drive a stick shift? I'd have been like, yeah. And, and then, then you would have lo- then you would have learned. I would have learned in a heartbeat. I'd have found a couple. Who knows? It's worth the money. It's worth the money. It's worth it's worth the started sure. $40,000 yeah. at the time. The commercials have now been renegotiated so much that now we're getting like 15000 a spot, if that. And, um, but yeah. Fifth, just 15000 There was a point before streaming, before streaming <laughs> and all of that was, it was so much money. People was buying homes off of a year's worth of commercials. Now you got to make at least five or six spots in order to kind of get by. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so okay, one one other question is just you know you're talking like like you seem like a bunch of great advice for going into the room. Mm-hmm. But how often are you still going into the room now with all the uh, with all the like at home filming your audition? It's fifty fifty. It's your because I know people that are like zero percent in the room, a hundred percent filming. Yeah. Any advice for the filming? Any advice for the filming? Obviously, have great lighting and horizontal. I I share it with Worth a couple it of to friends. Shoot on a camera versus a phone. I use my phone still. Okay. I use my phone. It's way easier. But I will. Reach. I will talk to a couple of friends about the spot. I'm like, am I reading this right? Because I, I, there's no casting director to be like, hey, Willie, good job, but this time do it this way. There's nobody to tell me, all right, here's the spot, here's what we want, blah, blah, blah. Because you are winging it a lot. And, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll go over with a couple of people that do commercials. Like, hey, this is what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a much higher success rate when you get into the room versus when oh, you're sending in yeah, the video? Yeah, because usually the callbacks, even with these self-tapes, the callbacks are in a room. Okay. And then they'll bring the director or the producers will all be in there and give you the real direction. I'm like, oh, I didn't even think to do that at all. And so, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Cool. Um, oh, I was going to tell you parallel parking because of your parallel stick shift. Parallel parking, yes. Uh, I lied. First of all, I lied about knowing how to drive a box truck to get a PA job on a movie in New York City. Now, in order to get my license in Florida, where I'm from, you don't have to parallel park. Hmm. That's not part of the license test. But 
driving this truck. First of all, I was waking up at three in the morning mm-hmm. in um, the Upper East Side to take the local train all the way down to Brooklyn to where the garage was that was holding the camera truck Mm -hmm. to pick up the camera truck, which was the truck with all of the camera equipment for the movie in it, to then drive it out to New Jersey. (laughs) I get to New Jersey, and the person's like, all right, just park right here, points to a spot parallel parked in a box truck. I've never parallel parked before. I go, yeah, 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 no problem. I just look ah. I just look at other cars parallel parking and I go just do what they're doing Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I fucking did it. I did it. I it took me a lot of more turns. They were like, oh, "Come on, man, come on." Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. "Yeah, I'm getting there, buddy." <laughs> me, I'm like the most stressed out of it. I lost most of my hair that day. <laughs> this is what happened. This, this is the hair story. I had, I had Willie's hair before. <laughs> I had Willie's hair before uh, <laughs> parallel parking that truck. <laughs> yeah, black hair. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, all right, Willie. Before I let you go, last couple of things. You know, here on the Jew Rogan Experience, when I have guests, mm. I like to give them a couple things to go home. Hell yeah. So you may know that on the Joe Rogan experience, he pushes a product called Alpha Brain. Mm -hmm. Uh, On the bottle, Joe's like holding a kettlebell. It's like 100 pounds, Mm -hmm. bulging muscles. Well, here on the Joe Rogan experience, we have a product called Beta Brain. Uh, and there's me doing yoga that is fucking on funny. the bottle. It says Beta Brain, obedience, fealty, insecurity. (laughs) For people who take medical advice from podcast hosts, they're just Tic Tacs. Oh, uh, okay. I was like, this got fentanyl in it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, but they're Tic Tacs with fentanyl. <laughs> it did say made in China on the um, Tic Tac box. This is so funny. Uh, of course, you get a Jew Rogaine Experience sticker. Uh-huh. Uh, thank you. I love, I collect a lot of stickers. So, yeah. Well, I got a bunch of stickers for you. And then, uh, you know, here in California, I always say it's important to vote in local elections and you should vote in national elections too, even though our vote doesn't really matter that much. That's yep. why I designed California style I voted stickers, except mine says I farted. That's what's up. Uh, so there I you fart. go. You're, I you're do fart. And then finally, you know, when I'm on the road, I, I go on stage, I promote those stickers, I promote the bottle, and then I tell people, I've also got a little secret sticker. If you mm. want the secret sticker, you come talk to me. I don't know how inclined you're going to be wear- to wear this secret sticker, mm. but, um, you know, during the Black Lives Matter rallies in Los Angeles, there were a lot of influencers, like, taking pictures with a hammer yep, or that. something, and I used to write on those posts, hashtag all likes matter. <sighs> so here is your all likes matter, and the, hey. uh, the dot on the eye is a little thumb up finally though (laughs) and finally of course you know if you ever get tired of wearing your own face on your shirt you can wear one of my faces with your very own Uh, jew rogaine experience t-shirt don't just wear that when you go to bed yeah i will thank you so much for coming on the show any last things you want to promote hey just follow me on everything willie mag w-i-l-l-i-e-m-a-c-c and you'll see what I'm up to. Uh, come to a show. Don't come to a show. Like a post. <laughs> All likes matter. And uh, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> uh, see you next time. You'll definitely see Willie on your TV soon if you watch any commercials. Have a good one.